Are you ready for some fun? Oh, yeah! This service is brought to you by the Pleasure Club. If you're under 18 and do not wish to be billed, please hang up now. Who said buying a home should be uptight and boring? It's time for Patty's Playhouse, your local real estate talk show with Patty and Scott. It's house talk with a happy ending each and every time. Patty's Playhouse with Patty and Scott starts now. Working out to find what a way to make a living. Patty, getting by, it's all taking and no giving. Just use your mind and they never give you credit. It's enough to drive you crazy and you let it. Ready for some fun? Oh, yeah! This service is brought to you by the Pleasure Club. If you're under 18 and do not wish to be billed, please hang up now. Who said buying a home should be uptight and boring? It's time for Patty's Playhouse, your local real estate talk show with Patty and Scott. It's house talk with a happy ending each and every time. Patty's Playhouse with Patty and Scott starts now. Working nine to Good morning, Tallahassee! Yay! We we're are back. back. We are back. You said it! Against all odds. We're back! We you are. You said we're back. I didn't clap, though. No, you That's won't. Tish clapping, by the way. <laughs> Not me. Don't get it confused. It's Patty and Scott. Great we're Tish here. behind the glass. Today on your radio show, I wanted to be like, you were saying, Maddie Rowe behind the glass. I'm like, free Maddie Rowe. <laughs> like, it's like, it doesn't sound like... I like behind the glass. I know, but it's like free I think, him. Somebody called it like Maddie. Studio One C. I for, said C One. No, C One. That's, that's right. our C One number at um, the office. Then I need to make C1. make sure that we start calling it Sweet C One. Maddie's in Sweet C One. C One behind <laughs> the no, glass. No gravitas. We're all about trying to elevate. Elevate. Well, behind the glass is normally elevated. How's your week? Um, my week in front of the glass <laughs> has been great. Behind the glass of your vehicle. <laughs> right. Which now has a uh, chip in it. I know, mine oh. too. I have to call uh, Safe Touch. Yeah. I had to read on mine. You can't just call Safe Touch. Oh, course. who has to do yours? BMW. Germany. Oh, because, nice. because of the head-up The C thing. The see-through thingy. It's that head-up display. Mm, mirrored images. Germans. So whatever. Germans. You're so but I'm bringing it by so on Monday. extra. Dropping it off. Nice. Yeah, got to get it done. You do. Bless I'm waiting. You. Besides that, you know, just checking out houses, doing houses, finishing houses, selling houses. Getting ready to turn 55 Woo! soon. 
yeah, we're, we're gonna be the same that. age. I like it. You always it's my favorite like time it. of year. Because <laughs> he can't say. Well, I'm I still can't. technically older, but it's still fun to be like. It's like double five. It's like Jeff and I. I mean, I am six months older than he is. Yeah. So oh my. I always wait for that to catch up. Still the oldest person in the studio. Oh, it's okay. I know. It's mature. No, no worries. <laughs> I'm the most mature. What about your week? We've had a big week. Dude, I have had a very large week. Large. Large and in charge. Yeah, very large. Very tiring, but very nice. Yes. I'm very happy for the clients. Buyers and sellers it's all nice alike. You, it's nice when you work with somebody for a while and you find them the house that makes them smile. It does. When she blushed. Mm. He well, did was, too, a little bit. Yeah, he was very happy. He was very happy with it. But I mean, all the clients were, but it's just, it's just, you want it to work of out. Of course you do. And so it did. Praise the Lord. Amen to that. Yeah. And then I got smart on a couple other things of that. I, whoa, that was the Holy Spirit. <laughs> we'll talk about that after they closed. But I was she like, gets where smart. did that information uh, come uh, from? Shout out to Patty. She gets smart on things. She doesn't even know it. But then she'll <laughs> walk into a kitchen she's not even seen that I've done. And she's like, God, when you turn the countertop <laughs> towards the corner, it's brilliant. I it was, was like, brilliant. okay. It was brilliant. I, I went into this house, a 2007 Delwood, which is under contract. And it was the first time I'd seen the updated kitchen. And he literally cut at like 45 degrees. He cut the countertop to leave space to pull the refrigerator out. In order to put a trash can. And put a trash can in. And I was like, I told the client, I was like, I am so sick of complimenting him. <laughs> well, it was brilliant. Well, it you, was you've brilliant. You've had your own moments first of brilliance all, this week. It really looked fantastic it does look great no and doubt. no one will have seen that before it was brilliant for a small kitchen Ugh. it's all in the details it was it's but all I in told, the details i told another client that will hopefully hire us i'm like his brain is like tetris like how he fits this stuff for less money than anyone else is gonna do is amazing so we'll show pictures of that it was really well we'll have to because it went under contract before yeah. it even hit the market yeah yeah, it was very nice. I like it when that happens. I do too. But we've had it kind of prepped because they've been looking it was for it. ready to go. We couldn't list time. it until they found something. Right. So it all worked out. It yep. is, it is so nice. That's been our week. Happens. It's been very nice, very busy. So when people tell you the market's going to crash, it is not. Because if you talk to any buyer who's recently closed, they've had gone through hell and back to prove that they can pay the note. Correct. And that's what it is it's a note, it's not a mortgage. The, the bank gives the mortgage. It's a note that they have to pay back. Well, we've uh, sold a few this week. We've also sold all of our listings. So we've got mm -hmm. a, the quad that we had coming up that Done. is under under contract. And that needed and, a special buyer, too. Right. And also the one that never even hit the market. But I knew it would sell Johnny oh, on the spot because it, it's been sitting there waiting, waiting. Mm -hmm. I'm glad, it's been that, nice. glad it all happened. I'm happy for down. everybody. Me too. And it is... Uh, but the market's still it's still good but things it is things still things good, good houses sell okay. every day. So the first thing I want I want to talk about history of Tallahassee but I wanted to talk about pricing and the filter that a buyer brings. So we're I am a member of several real estate realtor Facebook groups. Fascinating. I I tend to like get quippy and try to be funny, but most I observe. So a girl has a house for sale in uh, Salt Lake City. It is near one of the Mormon Latter-day Saints temples. So in the background of this really cute home, it could be in Bull Run here in Tallahassee, is the temple. Hmm. Some people find it because the way it's lit up, kind of different. Yeah. Not their shtick. 
people were like, you should market to LDS. Right. People, members of the Latter-day Saint community. Market to them. It's near the church. Like, that's how you market to She says, this listing agent, she is con- she is too convicted that she says this is a deal. Well, it's not a deal because if it was a deal, it would be under contract. So the her filter is a filter of six months ago. Mm. Her filter is a filter of nine months ago. Her filter is not the filter of today's market. And I think that's where a lot of realtors and sellers get well, get messed up on. I agree. And that's that's where you see price reductions. That's where Truthfully. you see price reductions. Well, she's like, we just reduced it. Well, clearly, the offset of that temple in the background with the green lights shown all over it like it's a casino is not enough right. to overcome Correct. for a non say member of the LDS community. Price condition or both. And it's the filter that she's seeing it through. And all of these people, I mean, hundreds and hundreds of comments, and she is convicted that that price is perfect. Well, it's not perfect because you don't have a contract. Well, and the market derives price, not us. Right? I mean, no matter what, and often, you know, which, which is why I had such a problem with the whole dollar situation. And if you, have, you don't know about that, listen to our podcast. It's you, when you're setting a price, it, you're punting no matter what. You really are. Granted, we go through a lot of algorithms and try to figure out what the best price is. And I think we have a great combination because I mine's more marketability and yours is from an appraisal perspective. And so we meet in the middle with regards to that. But a lot of people don't have that same sensibility. And uh, they, are, they are just they're, a great they're, word. They're, they're, they're punting no matter what. But we're not punting in the same ball game that we were six months ago. No. You got to punt more assertively and yep. preparation and presentation. If you have a home for sale that is full of things, dead animals on the wall, and you're trying to get the same price as the guy who doesn't have the dead animals on the wall, yes, you enjoy your dead animals, but do you want to sell your house? If you have a home for sale with a bunch of political signs out front, do you want to sell your house or do you want to represent are, are, the political right, signs? Right. What are you What are you trying to accomplish? You know, it's supposed to be neutral. It's not that you shouldn't have an opinion or like what you Nobody like. Cares. It is that you are market. It's the same thing I say about when you trade in your car. Are you going to bring it in filthy, disgusting, never have changed your oil and with like What's less your filter? Right. You have to bring it in showing its best qualities. That's why I say when people look for homes, they are they are literally dating for homes. It is. The same thing that you'd be looking for. Would you put up your worst profile pic or your best? You're at a half a million dollars and you've got wrinkled carpet throughout. You better be on a fantastic lot in a fast, fantastic location. That can overcome that. That can overcome the wrinkled because people have great credit. They can buy the house. They don't have the cash after the fact. And they really don't want to spend all that money. No, they don't. And the down payment and the closing costs because nobody wants to pay closing costs anymore. And then have wrinkled carpet. No. Stretch your carpet or remove your carpet. I mean, Prepare your home for sale. Prepare it for sale. I mean, and that's the, it's just a fascinating think through. Like, how is that filter presented? So the agent, the agent is your, that's your go to person, Mr. Seller. But if you're, they're hiring a professional to tell them the us, truth, which would be to be that filter because we're the ones in the market. But if she doesn't have the right filter, how you, you can't, you can't have them have the right filter. They, they already yes don't have people. the right. They don't. They're yes to, people. Right. So then you're on a and now you're like, yeah, you're in a you're a yes person. 
and trying. You're not telling me the truth. Well, because they want to hear that they're not right. I mean, that they're the not wrong. The look good, right, be right. right. That's, that's all they're looking for. I know that the Maslow's hierarchy, but I think that's really up there. It's confirmation versus I really want to know. Being right. Like, if I'm asking, I really want to know. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But so I really want to know. I got called about doing an appraisal for tax purposes, retroactive to a date of death. It was a probate. And I was like, oh... I went out, saw it. I was like, oh, I, don't, I can't do it. I couldn't do it. He's like, well, I did get another appraisal. And he said he could come in less than what the gentleman thought, less than what he wanted, but higher than me. I said, take it. Right. I'm happy to be wrong in this case, but I'm not happy to put my num- name on it. Yeah, fair enough. So be wrong, but move on. Stick with us, Patty and Scott, 850-656-0009. Hey, I'm in the to pour something up I wanna go missing I need a prescription I wanna go higher Can I sit on top of you? Welcome back, it's Patty's song in this Believe it or not. Is it in this century? This century? No. Yeah. No, I think I didn't no. Think Was so. it late 90s? Yeah, late 90s. No, actually, this I think this, I think is, this uh, was early 2000s. This is 2004, 2003. Yeah. Okay, so here Cafe Cafe on Wednesday nights was still hot yes. because that's when I used to play Nelly Furtado. I like her. I wish she'd come David, back. I like the song about the bird. It's just like, you know how she got her start? She's dating David Schwimmer. Hey, she's got a good voice. You should listen Isn't to her. Is she Australian? Well, she was dating David uh, Schwimmer from why, Friends. Why him? Because he was on Friends. And know, she uh, was, well, it's just like Alanis Morissette. Why him? Why Dave Coulier? Yeah, the whole thing. You never know. You never know. You ought to know. You ought to know. You should we don't. know. I don't. Uh, I mean, allegedly. <laughs> Anybody want to go to the theater? <laughs> yeah, right? Mm-hmm. So, we were talking last about... The filter with which your listing agent is telling you your house is will sell for. Double check that. It, it shouldn't be that much variation. It shouldn't cause you uh, strife in pricing, but you don't want your home to hang on the market. The other thing, list on the nines. Don't list on the zeros. I don't care what Keller Williams teaches. People want a nine, and they think it's a deal. It's psychological. It just works. It has for centuries. Ever. Like, you don't go into Dillard's for... $25 is $24.99. So people much larger than Patty and Scott have been doing this forever. Think about it when you list. $219.9, not $220. Fair play. It's got to have a one in there and it has to have a nine. So, okay. So history. So John and Laney, John Laney, one of our agents was, we were just sitting there and we're just talking. He's like, I forget how it came about. I was talking about the Grove and then he was talking about the governor's house, the governor's park home built by Hyman Myers. He's like, do you know who Hyman Myers is? And I was like, no, I don't. So then I, the rabbit trail was endless after this. So Hyman Myers uh, had a home Myers Park called the Myers House in Governor's Park off of Park Avenue that kind of stretches around. I don't know why they tore it down. It's very sad to me. I, I just, I love history. I love the historical homes. So he, Myers named the road from his home to Mayhan Tai Tai Drive for Tai Tai Bushes. I didn't know there was a Tai Tai bush. So it was on 59 acres. He sold it to the city for inclusion of the park. It was a massive park. But what I liked about Hyman Myers is he started Country Club Estates 
over by Hyman, uh, by Hyman, Myers Hyman, uh by Myers Park. Okay. And his gig was he owned the land. He was like, I will give you the $5,000 lot because that's how much they went for if you build a home worth $5,000 on it. Very similar to what happened with Coca-Cola. You open an account, you'll get some Coca-Cola stock. Mm -hmm. Both now probably not legal for a variety of reasons, but I thought it very cool. A very cool add-on to the history. He was trying to grow the area. He was trying to like be smart about growth. He was trying to be mid, you know, middle class, even though he was loaded. But I thought it was cool. Uh, that's. I thought it was very. You, cool. you have taught this Tallahassee history guy something. Oh, nice. I had no idea what, who Myers Park was named after. Oh yeah, Hyman Myers. Huh. But he was like H.R. Myers. Even I knew like that. that. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. I know nothing else. And then we got. We, then <laughs> we, talk, we started talking about Tall Timbers, which is out in the research lab, and then the guy was a conservationist, which mm-hmm. I don't know if I brought that. But John John said it's not the Phipps, but it is the Phipps who basically own that land, right? And they have like um, uh, a what are they calling it? Like Red Hills Honey. They're selling product off the land, but it's very organic and very cool. The, one so, of the reasons why we don't have a real north side of Tallahassee. Not because of because plantations. The, because it's not just Phipps, because of that. The Phipps and everything is Every, out well, north. Uh, and the conservationists. Mm-hmm. And, it's well, a lot and of conservation land. Mm-hmm. And our urban services area. So briefly, urban service area means that's the line that the city and the county say, this is what we can basically afford to service with ambulance, fire, water, sewer, all of that. So when they talk about that urban service area, that's the reason why I had to do some research because they never really explain it. That's why they're not building outside of that. Correct, Mm -hmm. because they don't have the infrastructure. Even though, Lord knows, Bannerman Road, they'll build crap without the infrastructure going into place there. Makes no sense. That road, like we talked about, the expanding of Bannerman should have been 10 years ago. And I I said 20. I said 20. It should have been done. It should have never been a question. I Mm -hmm. don't understand the logic behind the growth plan. I'm not qualified to be on it. I'm just an opinion giver. I'm sure because I don't have an architectural degree or some nonsense. But if you look to northern planning, lot and block, and how they they grow the infrastructure, even Orlando's good at it. They'll build the school. They'll build the infrastructure. And then they build the houses. One of the things, We're so backwards this way. One of the things that I'm concerned with, with looking at the plan with Bannerman and the expansion is my road is that you immediately drop down and the elevation change from my house to Bannerman Road is 242 feet. And then it's a very steep drop off right there. I, I don't know how they're going to do that. I don't hmm. know how it's I don't know how long I'm going to be inconvenienced on my blue. Uh, that, blue so- that sounds like the same distance of kind of what you experience on Timberlane. Correct. You know, as it goes down and and comes up closer to Gilcrest. And then going to four lane out there weird when you're driving down, there's some houses, their lot lines are incredibly close to Bannerman. Mm-hmm. I I'm just trying to figure out where these four lanes are going to go because that's gonna be a mass because they're talking four lanes and a median and uh turn lanes. And I where so I, four I, lanes total, two on each side with, and a median. with a median. Okay, yeah, like, there should be no median. Cut it. I agree. Well, but but then also here's why I don't agree with that because how the hell am I going to get out of my road? Oh, for a, that purpose, yeah, for yeah. yeah, for a four lane that I I need that median to scoot. I'm probably going to have to take a right a and then U turn. It's going to be from a mess. That one. But it's a mess now. I mean, this, you can't the majority of the population lives in that quadrant. Mm. And you're going to wreck it. Well, that's what I don't understand about the building outside of that. that. Service area? Yeah, because the truth is if it's ambulance and you can't get to something within that 
boundary because there aren't the roads to get you there. How how much more time would it take to get down to Summerbrook than it would mm-hmm. if they built outside of something because you're on Meridian or you're on... That's like the Northeast Gate. Right. Mm-hmm. So you, you can't... I don't know that it makes much more sense to go a little further out than it would be to go within the period of coverage, if you will. Yeah. I don't understand it. It's going to be way outside of our pay zone. I don't understand why it's taken so long. I don't understand why the people who live there are putting up with it. I I was looking at it. It's I mean, so they're start they're thinking. I mean, this is going to be a three three and a half year project with three different. No, double it because Benton took a year and a half, and it was a year. Double it. That's true. And then and all they did was put sidewalks. I mean, I'm lucky and remove roadway. I have. I still haven't I been still down don't, Well, I there mean, was no reason for that not to be open at night. You're not, well, they you're not missing the, a lot. They increased uh, drainage. You know everything about this I, town is drainage. I, I, and and I get that. Certainly, that should be part and parcel of what they should be considering. But I have to tell you, there wasn't. It, I don't know. I don't. I'm lucky enough that I can just take a right and and I'll be on. I'm a mile away from or less than a mile away from Meridian, so I can. Take that. You can and, always take Orchard Pond. Yeah, and I can, I can take that. And the but that's what I would take every day. But I would, that's I, gonna, you know, really distract me from going and and visiting my bubble businesses up in Bannerman Crossings. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I'll just stay in tonight. And, you know, and then how many people are gonna be? How are you? How by are that? you getting to Bannerman Crossing if you're not if they're if they have Bannerman all tore up right. that way? I mean, you have to get those to it businesses. off the Thomasville Road. Yeah, what's Kearney say I mean, about that's gonna, that? That's gonna uh, be rough. I mean, those. I mean, I guess these soccer moms, their SUVs are going to have to learn how to go off road. I guess so. Four wheel drive. Yeah, it's the way to go. I, I, it's just going to be a mess. Maybe I, it'll stop the kids from hanging out at, at Bannerman. Oh, they, they walk. That so has been so. They walk and take their um, skateboards. Mm-hmm. Go what? That, that has that, been that so has been, what? That's gone so down with uh, the sheriffs being out there now. Oh, good. Yeah, that it's been because I heard like poor people at Moe's. They were trying to get food at Moe's, and it's just a wreck inside yeah. of there. And all that rent that. Moe's is a franchise likely, right? Correct. Pays. These people pay in that rent, and they're putting up with that crap probably because they're afraid of kicking the kids out because they'll end up on they, some Facebook group. They don't know who, whose mom they're going to upset mm-hmm. because the kid was acting like a jerk. But it's gone. I, the, the traffic with the kids has gone so far down, but also it's summer, so the kids are doing other stuff um, that around the okay, house. Are they so, going to work at night? I guess they can't really work at night at all because it's residential. I don't know. I don't know the answer. The other thing, I don't understand why there's not 24-hour crews. I don't understand a lot. It's gonna be it's gonna be a nightmare. And I lived out there uh, when I first moved out off Bullheadley in '93, '94 is when they started to expand Thomasville Road. And when I worked at the Sheriff's Association off of Mayhan Drive, right before Riggins, that if I didn't leave at a certain time, it would take me an hour Jeez. to get to work. And if, and I was well beating the school bus. But then also the construction was just a mess, and then I had to deal with Capital Circle prior to that, and I lived right off of Capital Circle, move out to the middle of nowhere, then deal with Thomas Hill Road. Now I'm back out in the middle of nowhere, and now I'm going to have to deal with the expansion of Bannerman. It's just, well, these, I mean, at least you get to leave at whatever, 530 in the right, morning. Right, These poor people, as it is, Friday at 3 o'clock, it is backed up to Mayhan Drive mm-hmm. going towards Killorn Lakes. What is that going to be like? Oh, it's going to be, it's going to be awful. I mean, awful, and then we'll just have to think of 2026. And why put a second Publix in there? Because they could. And and it's a small Publix. Yeah, there's like the nothing off, nothing right? off to the side. There's no bar that's going to be off to the side, which I wanted. Of course. <laughs>
Hey, Patty and Scott with Greg Tish, 850-656-0009. Nope. Didn't think so. How you doing, young lady? The feeling that you're giving really drives me crazy. You don't have a play about the choke. I was at a loss of words first time that we spoke. Welcome back. It's the Not Nelly Hurtado Minute. And Timbaland. Yeah. Can you pronounce that? Timberland, not Timberland. Which is always what I want to say. Well, I mean, it's like your Florida. So I'm, <laughs> Florida. Just, making, I'm just making sure. We'll just call him Timba. It's Florida and Timberland. Yes. <sighs> Our number is 850-656-0009. If you like the show, download it. We are, our downloads are up. I don't know what bots from, from I don't know. From what land I doing what thing. I don't know, but I every time Keep I it look, up. I can't go back like, go. Yeah. We're getting listeners from out of town. You could see wherever in the map, the little insights thing. You can see. It's very cool. I'm very appreciative. We like our out of town listeners. And better yet, highest is your realtor. That's even better. <laughs> I mean All roads, there's really all no roads career lead for me to in radio. And through. There's no career for me in radio, though I wish And there was. yet here you are. I am. Mm-hmm. So what else about the city of Tallahassee, so, Patty? So tall timbers. So the plantations, why we have no northeast, why Bannerman's going to be a, a poor. I mean, I just feel for the people going to live there. So the Beatles, Edward Beadle, B-E-A-D-E-L, moved from New York. He was an architect, independently wealthy, used to come to the Red Hills, Florida Red Hills, they called it, to the Live Oak Plantation and hunt. It was quail hunting. That was his jam. That so, was a big thing. It was a big thing here. Which is why the Thomasville, I mean, there's still hunting that goes on up in the Thomasville. Wallini was a big. He named that estate Tall Timbers, right? The second owner, Mr. Edwards' nephew, Henry, was a naturalist. He's the guy that started the whole Tall Timbers research. He was the guy that went to everywhere in the southeast, Georgia and the like, and helped people. How do we move the dirt? How do we make this healthy? How do we fix what what was here and really what was ignored for so many years or or had um um what is the what's the word when the this the species of plant come in and like take over and you know what i mean it's not In, indigenous invasive, to there invasive. invasive so he's the one who took care of that and restored that nice. so he is big in uh land management he was big in quail propagation and i guess someone who took over her name was kathy ireland with tall timbers and i think she's She's a model, number one. No, yeah. I think she has since passed away, but it was like they were big in this area, and that's why you can't really build in the Northeast. Um, The the younger Beetle, there was a house. It was the Beetle house, which is still there. It's a U-shaped home. It's kind of an I style. So it's the front and then a middle and then the back. It's very cool. You can see pictures of it online. But they have all their offices. They do have tours throughout the year. B-E-A-D-E-L. D-E-L. So I was like, I've always wondered, what is the purpose of a sweet gun tree? They're horrible. They give yeah. off those little balls. Well, actually, I think his, where does it say it? I think his. Um, Still don't like them, regardless of how great they are. Like, it's amazing. Like, he's used sweet cum in the house to build this. I mean, it's a lot of wood now. What a gorgeous house. Wisteria trellises. Like, it's beautiful. So if you get a tour, I, I want to go when the next time they have tours going out. The house is set on brick piers. With cinder block infill on a slope facing Lake Iamonia. Mm-hmm. 
The economy that produced the residents first a plantation, later a hunting preserve, is gone, but the house stands as a reminder of those days. So it's open. It's open for once. Tours, usually the, the second first Sunday, Sunday of each month. I'm showing first Sunday. I'm on Tall Timbers' website. Uh, tours begin at 2.15, so you can go tomorrow. tomorrow. Oh, the room is paneled. That's what he used sweet gum for, which I think is a useless trade, but he loved it. The room is paneled in brown sweet gum huh. wood. Might look good. I mean, heavy oak beams support its 12 foot high ceiling. A seven foot wide fireplace dominates the north wall of the 36 by 40 foot room, and wow. mounted fish and beehives hang from the wall. That's a but big I want to go. I mean, there's things like that that I think people don't know about and they don't take advantage of until it's it's too late, and then they're like, "We got to turn it over." Now, there's a foundation associated with Tall Timbers. They're not gonna they're not gonna go out of business anytime soon, and there is FIPS money. And if, and if anybody has heard of the movie Secretariat, there was a bet with Secretariat. Uh, the woman who finally owns Secretariat had a had a toss of the coin of which horse she was going to get or was she going to get a horse. And the gentleman she has the bet with was a Phipps. Really? Yes. They were big in horsing as well as big in land. Patty, teaching me. I know. You've got to watch the I movie I love Secretariat. this. Oh, I've, I've seen the movie Secretariat, Diane Lang. Right. Diane Ladd. Yes. And I've seen it. We're, very uh, cool, right? Yeah, very cool. Very, movie. very cool. And I'm learning more about Tall Timbers. I don't know why I assume. I always thought Tall Timbers was on the south side, but now I see that it's on the line. And this house is gorgeous. Gorgeous. Do they do anything with the live oak plantation that I literally live right around the corner for? Uh, I do not know. I, I really curious, was on no. a rabbit trail of death like and can... cemeteries, and I was it, it had to go away. I had to go back to work. But we'll follow up with that because that's a good question. So I do have um, downtown historic trail, but it doesn't have the old Live Oak Plantation home, which is back there. There mm. is a house in the back of Live Oak. There's a lot of those homes that we don't even realize that they're there, you know? Well, I think a lot of times we see them or know that they're there, but you don't know anything What's that's the going history on. Yeah, about and, it. and nobody's doing anything that is marketing them. I know. Until, well, the, the Tallahassee, now. The Tallahassee Historical Society, that the thing that I believe that they're having the problem with, it's that they're, um, it's a wonderful group, but it's an old group. Oh, maybe I should talk to them. Because I'm really interested, and I would really love to sit and talk to them. Well, we try to do a lot of history on my show. You but, do. But the, but the people that are in that group, that yeah, they're, they're, the stories aren't getting passed down. Yeah. They're, they're, they're screaming the stories. But they're not getting passed down to our age to where we, when we get their age, to pass them down. And that's what and I'm afraid of. And there's still that... a lot of archaeology going on in our area. Mm. There's archaeology, God bless, out at, at not St. Mark's, at... Um, St. Louis? No, not St. Louis, uh, but off of Old Plank Road. What was I making fun of one day? Old... Oh, the Battle oh. of... Oh, Natural Bridge. Yes. Yeah. It was, it's like it had a bathroom to it. Like, mm. come on. If you're going to dress something up, it's presentation. Have a little bit more out there than the toilet. Right. And a monument. Right. I think they should have, and as I said, they should have two monuments out there. Or at least likely, two toilets. Likely be, they do yeah. have two toilets. Okay. <laughs> they don't have a family toilet, though. I, I was just, I was driving around looking for the mine. Like, where is this battle? Like, I come from, Get it's sad, because Gettysburg, Antietam, like, we're spoiled. But that's, that's your claim that you won that battle? That's it. You know, on our um, Civil War monument at the Capitol, the Leon County, uh, it's Gettysburg, Gettysburg is misspelled. And they say it was in Virginia. Oh, well, that's just embarrassing. <laughs> that's why I say move it that move it down <laughs> to Woodville to get, Natural Bridge. Let's get that fixed. That's crazy. So the other thing <laughs> I wanted to talk about: how much time do we have left in this segment? Four minutes. Okay, that's so a, we'll start talking enough. about. Huh? 
that's enough to start it. Tee it up. Go ahead. You sure? <laughs> sure. I don't know. Maybe talk about something else. Well, I mean, well, we're four talking minutes about is four minutes. Frank Lloyd Wright House. Mm-hmm. The tiny, so the tiny who Frank Lloyd owned the the Frank? We have one Frank Lloyd Wright commissioned home. Beautiful home, very very tiny. It's very odd. Mm-hmm. It's called the Spring House, and it is off of Old Bainbridge, right? Mm-hmm. Off of Old Bainbridge. But how the family came to be, like with this house, and then personal question. Why did they let it get so dilapidated? That happens to a lot of those type of homes. Well, Frank Lloyd Wright was a quirky... I mean, he wasn't a great builder. He was a beautiful architect. There is a difference. Right? He was on the edge with his look, and he was on the edge, but the actual building and construction, you can see by this home, was not not well done. Whoever actually laid the the bricks... It's rough. questionable. It's rough. And I don't know what kind of wood they use. So I have lots of questions about that, which I'm sure after this show, they won't talk to me. But I do have a lot of questions. And I was like, how did you let it get so bad? Did did Clifton Lewis, who was a female, did she just not think about it? Like homeowners don't think about it. They don't think, well, I've got to go clean the gutters and I've got to go. We, I mean, as, repair real, my as realtors, we could ask that question a lot. Yeah. And, and, and it has so nothing to do with you the gotta, Frank Lloyd like, Wright house. you got to do every, well, it's just a bigger scale, and it's a grander scale of items. But you got to maintain your foundation For and sure. the bones of your home, or it's going to cost you a lot of money. And we all can't get a foundation and, and live off the Frank Lloyd Wright name. But it is cool. It's kind of built like an arc. It's kind of odd, you know, like an arc. But we'll talk about that more next. But it's about, you know, is the moisture getting to the wood? Like, I have so many questions about that. And they're doing like a volunteer type renovation on it. They that, do, and, and they've had um, they have like two. I think it's two weekends a year where they have tours, and they don't charge a lot to go through. But it is very small, and it is odd. And your and you your head would hit the ceiling. Yeah, yeah. But it's the only one in Florida. It's very cool, but yeah, I I couldn't live there, obviously, because and again, yeah, because my head hitting the ceiling, except for the back part of it that just looks into woods. There's no view. But Clifton Lewis, I mean, she was big into the lady who owned it. She was big into, um, into preservation because she rescued the historic Lewis Randall home on North Calhoun Street. Oh wow! And that was in the fifties. They were supposed to be under the wrecking ball, so it's not like she didn't realize. That these things have to be maintained and cared for. This is our character. This is our town. I, I just, I'm just fascinated by. Maybe it. Maybe she just got old. Well, she, and, and, and I mean that like she just got old and just like and eh. didn't know who to ask or just didn't said, have Facebook groups. No, that's true. <laughs> Stick with us. It's Did Patty not. Scott. Patty and Scott 850-656-0009. Stick with us. Thank One you. more segment. Oh, I hope this woman don't take me through no changes today because I've had a hard day today, man. You know. See what's happening at the address before I go home. How you doing? I hope you're fine. Don't have much money, but boy, if I did, I'd buy a bigger mansion where we both live. Welcome back. It's Billy Paul. I bet you're surprised at that. It's a great song. It's on Philly Soul Playlist on Spotify if you want to listen to it. Patty Wilson and Scott Coward, 850-656-0009.
we do have yin and yang music taste, don't we? Some things it, it, no, it ties I, I together. I have the same music taste. Mine I thought just... we're going to come out with the Barbara Mandrell 50th anniversary oh, music. I, mean, I, still, I think I, you like that. I do. Yeah. I still may. You still? Because he was country when country wasn't cool. <laughs> you know? I was a lot of things when it wasn't cool. <laughs> and I was listening to an old Lukenbach, Texas um, song where a bunch of people were singing with Willie. It was like old. Randy Travis was on his own two legs. Like it was old. Oh, nice. Yeah. So it was old, but it was like, oh, I had like tears. Goodness. For Willie. Mm-hmm. It's just a lot. Sentimentality gets the best of me. So, yeah. So then, so we were talking a little bit ago about the Spring House, which is the Frank Lloyd Wright. Pay attention to these events. I try to share them on our group, Living Tallahassee. Like, go see this stuff. Like, go take your children. It's, we don't have a lot of history that's left behind. Is left behind here, but what we have is really rich, and, and I think it's important to to mm-hmm. stop and look at the historical markers and be like, what was this town like well, it's in eighteen sixty three when the slaves were freed? Not, like, not, it's a big deal to not me. Not having been from here, yeah. that with everything in Tallahassee feeling like it's always been that way, it's just mm-hmm. interesting that there's not more of that. I say that well, too. Well, when the war, Civil War ended and the uh, slaves were free, that uh, the population in Tallahassee was. Uh, 1,200. The population of the uh, freed slaves was 2,200. Right. Two to one. And uh, the way... The- and the black versus white population here is still more black than whites here in Leon County. Correct. And that... Uh, people that- of color far outweigh the number of white people here. And then that uh, when uh, the scumbag, and he was a scumbag, with Prince Marat... When he came here, and then and then that's El- a funny story to me. Oh God, he's such a so nasty. Scumbag. He's he's but so, look at the nasty hotel. Yeah, does like doesn't it make that sense? should yeah that's so well regarded. But so where Frenchtown was, and then where Frenchtown is now, that uh, when when all the French they're like, yeah, this guy's not a good guy. Let's all go to New Orleans, and then he stuck around and ended up in a duel with uh, 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 Betton Macomb. Then when the slaves were freed. They all just kind of settled this new French town and called it French town. And then so French town, uh, predominantly African-American area, beautiful, great history there. There is. That not a lot of people know about. Or because want nobody's, to. I think they're afraid it's to the learning ask. part. Now, now I think, I think there are a lot of people who might be interested like me. I'm a Yankee. I'm a carpetbagger mm. who want to learn for the rich history and, and be like, dang, look, not, I, it sounds patronizing, but dang. Like, let's celebrate this massive growth in this area and 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 the history. It, it's well, I obviously my family I've checked did not own slaves, so I do not know what that was like. I have no idea. I'm huge in my family tree. We came from Kentucky, which was a, a basically a neutral state. You know, it was. But you don't families. think of it that way. It, yeah, I but do. you do think of it with poor I do families. from myself because I'm was sorry, poor, the outsiders. Of yeah, Kentucky. I was a farmer, and and my uh, my grandfather's family owned a bar. They were moonshiners, and it was that kind of thing. But it was it was very mixed. It was positive, negative. It was neutral. You know, I'm sure there were some slave owners in the area of Louisville where my family was in Nelson County, um, New Haven. But I don't, I can't find anything that said from the land transfers that that was there. So I'm going to say we didn't until someone 
who goes behind me and says, yes, you did. Well, okay, Scott, have you, ever, have you ever researched that? I, I haven't, but it, it's interesting as I'm just listening why we're not celebrating history. I think a lot of what we're seeing in today's environment is that we're always trying to rewrite history yeah. instead of celebrate history. I'm not my grandparents their, yeah. or their grandparents or their grandparents. I am who I am, and we've all been raised the way that we're raised. And we certainly all know better and do better in today's environment. But we got to get to a point where we're celebrating those things instead of constantly trying to rewrite it. So or my constantly parents, trying to put on. Right. And, act, I, and acting as if if it did happen, if I did research it and it was the case, and I don't know, but if that were the case, it, it's not me. My parents mm-hmm. were very poor. They grew up very poor. My dad's home was at Sixth and Oak. It is now a parking lot. Across the street in downtown Louisville is like a white table, five-star, like very nice restaurant that's on Food Network all the time. I went there and because I was, I've just been curious my whole life. So there's a tree out front and then next door is a house. So it was literally 400 square feet wow. and five kids were there. Wow. So when you look at that, and I don't celebrate that as oh we were poor. I celebrate it. Look what my father did. Right, I think that's yeah. what I'm. That's look exactly what, he what I'm came saying. From it, it, listen, we're there's all something about look what my mother cup our history and yeah. where we come from that we're not proud of. But it, it's looking at it and seeing where we are today. I'm not that's, proud of my family today and their behavior. I mean, that's so, what I'm saying. Celebrating, but that celebrating the things you can. Yeah. And acknowledging the things that you can't, but it does rewriting it is not the right way to go about it. Well, I see these homes, and you'll see these tiny homes. Like there's a section of of it's actually owned by the county or the city. It's called New Hope, which they found um, slave graves, and there's an old house, and they they they're like, this is it. This lady went through all this work to wow. find out about her family and to find out about what they did, and and it's just amazing, like the effort because nothing was written down on the slaves. Like it's very hard to do. So kudos to her. But I'm like, you see that little house and you think, my God, ma'am, look what you've accomplished. And again, I'm coming from a white filter. That's the filter. But poor is poor. Poor is poor. Poor is poor. Poor is always But put poor. down in poor is very different. It, it, I'm not going to dispute that for any, any length of time. But I think, God, my dad, he didn't want to talk about it. He didn't want to go back and think, oh, look where I came from, where I was like, dude, look where you came from. Yeah, I mean... Agreed. So I just, I would hope in my little, my little show, my little verbiage on the show, Scott's little outlook on the show, his little verbiage on the show makes people think about, let's go look at this stuff. Let's go kudos to you. Because I think look could be right, right? People want kudos for all of their work. Go to the houses. Go look at it. Go out to New Hope, Up County. I call it Upper County. I don't know what it is. But go there. It's acreage. And they they have confirmed that there are slaves there. They mm-hmm. have confirmed that everyone has to be buried somewhere. Mm-hmm. It, they're confirmed there, and they're preserving it. Good. It's just like the old schoolhouse at Bannerman. Which was it? Bannerman, the schoolhouse they just got a two million dollar grant for or something. No, that was Lake Hall. Lake Hall. Schoolhouse. Lake Hall. Yeah. So they got that money because they want to preserve it. People could have been like. Well, I had no idea what it was. I don't know why it cost yeah. two million dollars. I have. I would like to see the budget. I have, I have questions on that. I would like to be the preservation. I'm good. Yeah, preservation. But I don't like Scott can do this for like thirty grand. So and I grew up across the street from there, and I. I mean, I had walked by that house because there was a beer can dump back there, and I used to collect beer cans, and there was thousands of beer cans back there from the fifties and sixties, and I we had no idea. We just thought it was just an old house. 
We and you no had no idea. idea. No, and I and when they brought it up, I was like, "What?" And good for here? the good for the people who are like, "No, we want to preserve this." Now, two million dollars is a lot of money. I don't know what has to be done, mm-hmm. but signage, maybe all that stuff, parking lot. I don't know. And I, I, I would have just moved it to where? Uh, beside the Bradfordville Schoolhouse. That's ridiculous. I mean, it could be School Row. Do you know how much it costs to move it? It'd add another million dollars to move it 12 miles. I got a truck. It's not even 12 miles. You got a truck. I got a trailer. We can we can move it. But I think I think <laughs> two men in a schoolhouse. <laughs> I could be wrong. I just hope two men in a schoolhouse. Scott will do the decorating. Yes. Tish will move no the house. <laughs> Patty's just gonna shake her head and, and be like, and this. we'll drive Ferraris after. There you it go. would be fun. The uh, my sister actually did the research on our family, and we did, oh, did have. You? And she called, and she's like, you sitting down? And I was like, yes. And she's like, "I we owned slaves. And I was like, we did not. Our ancestors did. I have no... I, that's, the yeah. was, that's the way I, I was like, it. I was But it's like, like, poor Scott's his real... Wasn't your dad's legal last name is Coward? Yeah. And, and I, he was I, like, I'm out. Well, I didn't really... No, I didn't realize that he had changed it <laughs> along the way because his dad was a crook. So he did not want to be associated. And he was raised by his grandmother. And so he went... He changed it to Coward. And uh, I got a social security statement one day when I was like 25, I was at home and I went to the mailbox and I was like, they spelled your name wrong. The social security. My mom didn't know. I didn't know. No and I one was like, knew. No. And I'm like, I've spent my whole life going, Ed. it's Cowart with a T. Did the county know? Meanwhile, I was really wrong. <laughs> Did you look up the banks? So everything for him, it, he really is Cowart, but he still goes by Cowart because back then you could just change a letter mm-hmm. and everything was okay. It, so it that's not, but that twenty thousand dollars. But that doesn't define you, and then no, no at all. And but nothing does. And then the I, man's not the man's. Um, Ted Bundy's uh, the judge who finally put him to death. He was his coward. Last, a right. coward. Th- he's not the only one that changed. I'm sure. I mean, everybody. <laughs> you know, it just happened. You think back you're related? Then. He was. Don't know. Bad. His name was Ed Coward. I know. Coward too, which is interesting. He was. That's my every, dad's I was like, are they related? No, we are not. Not that Ted I'm. Bundy's not that I'm aware of. a whole other show. That's a whole other show about why. You know, no one talks about it here. This was a great show today. Thanks, Tish. Well, we get a little historical enjoy every now and history, again. Enjoy your history. Enjoy your town. It's House Talk with a happy ending. Each and every time. 850-656-0009.